if the only thing you're competing with FedEx or foreign print or any of the online, if the only thing you're competing with them on is price, somebody called you and wanted a price and you gave them a price and that's it. A, you're probably going to get B and B, you deserve it. song means one thing and one thing only that is episode number 42 of the promo front podcast i am one of your hosts bill Petrie. with me as always the captain of corona the major of mezcal the admiral of the all-inclusive the one and only kirby hossaman kirby welcome back from vacation how the hell are you i'm doing well man i'm doing well it was a great uh just a great time just to get away and kind of detach i don't do that very often and very well um, really tried to take the time to do that. So that was really welcome. And it is funny because you, you jump back in and you know how it is. It's like all of a sudden I stacked, I've stacked more in this week than I did in the, like the previous three weeks. So it's right back at it. So it's good. How about you? Awesome. I'm doing great. I know you had a good time. I got a couple like snapgrams and Instabooks <laughs> from you while you were on vacation and having a good time with your bride. So that, that gave me a lot of joy, but I don't know if you know this. There's something else that actually is giving me joy right now, Kirby. <laughs> I'm almost afraid to ask. Well, <laughs> it's really our pals over at Promo Pulse. Well, of course. Okay. Yes. Oh, so much joy in the industry. I mean, we've talked about where you get your ideas and from the industry, your industry ideas, your information, your, I don't know, your imagination, your inspiration. Where do you get that? Well, most people should be getting that at Promo Pulse. It's that one-stop app. We've talked about it. You can download it at uh, Google Play or the App Store if you're an Apple user. And it's really your one-stop shop with everything promotional, right? It's convenient, easy to use. It's got that personalized experience. What people don't realize, Kirby, is the genius behind it. And I know you know Jason Noakes, who is president uh, and the uh, president owner, the major domo over there at Promo Pulse. (laughs) He's been an industry innovator from day one. And I know you're a big fan as well. Yeah. And what I love about Jason, he's constantly innovating. And I I know that's like, it's almost a little bit redundant, but like he and I, I, he'll send me emails and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think Mm -hmm. about this? What do you think about doing this? He's constantly, it's one of the things we always say we love about Skew. They're constantly innovating. Promo Pulse has the same sort of DNA. Uh, Jason is constantly looking for, for ways to better serve the industry he is and and i get the same emails he's got a group of people he sends emails out to and one of the genius things about that kirby is that he has an idea but he wants other people's input because he's smart enough to know that somebody may have a different perspective or view this in a different way than i do you know they want to there's a reason they won a 2021 pyramid award, right? I mean, you know that the quality is there, but you know, Jason has been an innovator, like I mentioned before, since day one, um, he created the industry's first online ordering website that won PPAI web awards way back when. And he was the original developer and president over at distributor central and left a great legacy there. So you really need to get on the promo pulse train as it were. So head over to your local app store, download the app promo pulse. You're not going to be sorry. You did hell even visit them on the website, promopulse.io. Can't Absolutely. go wrong either way. Don't cost also, nothing. 
don't cost nothing. In the <laughs> words of Bluto Blutarski from Animal House, don't cost nothing. Absolutely. All right. Well, it doesn't cost anything to start off this podcast with a promo upfront topic, Kirby. Um, you're f- fresh off vacation, so I, I have a choice here. Do I do I just go right ahead and just say, man, we're jumping right in the deep end, or do I go easy? I choose the deep end. Yes. So, All right. Let's do it. Since you have gone and come back, a lot of people are talking, complaining about FedEx entering <laughs> the world of promotional products, merchandise for people. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, I'll, let me do a little background and then I, sure. it doesn't matter if you speak first. I'm sure you have opinions on it. Obviously you wrote it down. So, I mean, it's really sort of, have they, they really haven't joined the promotional products industry, it makes for yep. great headlines, yeah. but it's really a pass-through for Harland Clark. It's the same thing Costco is doing. It's the same thing Walmart is doing. So they're really kind of just a vehicle for Harland Clark to sell promotional products through right. FedEx. Um, what they're focusing on is, and there's a quote from the uh, press release, if I may read that, Kirby. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, they're focused on small to mid-sized business customers as they are looking for solutions that will keep their brand top of mind as they reopen and work to re-engage with their customers and drive revenue. Man, public relations people just whip me to no end when they write this <laughs> crap, but okay, we got it. Um, but the products are basics. It's apparel, drinkware, bags, office supplies, food, toys, writing instruments, also PPE, which is a little interesting. So um, I can go and give some opinions. You can go. How do you want to do this, Kirby? You're off vacation. I don't want to stress you out. I'll go. And then uh, I'd love then to go. I will be curious to see what you have to say. Anytime something like this happens. So first of all, it was Harlan. Um, forgive me. Harlan, Harlan Clark. Harlan Clark. Good for them right? Like they're creating a partnerships that adds value to them, add value to their partner. I'm actually, if I were able to swing that, I I would do that. I think that's that's great for them. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea that people get up in arms every time something like this happens is always laughable to me. I, I, the, I actually was thinking it was Nathan Bailey who I saw somebody commenting. He said, he said, look, if you are worried about FedEx stealing your business, then you're not really tr- providing any value. This is, you know, to me, this is a thing that FedEx is, or Harlan Clark is going to provide value to people who have nobody else who is filling the, mm-hmm. the, the need for them. And so that's great. It's solving a problem, but it's a thing that we actually talk about here. And it's a thing that I think all salespeople, all entrepreneurs fall into uh, sort of a, a lazy thinking a little bit. It's, it's almost like um, people owe you the business and they don't. Like if, if the only thing you're competing with FedEx or 4M Print or any of the online, if the only thing you're competing with them on is price, somebody called you and wanted a price and you gave them a price and that's it, A, you're probably going to get beat mm-hmm. and B, you deserve it because you haven't provided any additional value. Why wouldn't they go with the lowest price? So if you are freaked out about FedEx entering this, then in my opinion, you need to rethink your own business. You need to look in the mirror. I find it very interesting that people get offended that somebody else is taking business that they didn't even know was out there. Um, You know, clearly FedEx in Harlan Clark via FedEx is serving a clientele you weren't servicing. Yeah, They didn't know you existed. So is your marketing good maybe maybe not right the, the other thing that you know it i think what you said so many times in our industry distributors especially 
have a very bad habit of, oh no, the sky is falling. Right. A big name like FedEx is involved. That's just terrible for the industry. Um, I don't think so. However, I will push back slightly. Okay. These type of partnerships are happening more and more often. Yeah. And if you don't pay attention, you're going to get left out. What I mean by that is, look, Amazon still hasn't figured out 100% um, promotional products yet, or else they would dominate. They, they dominate everywhere they've else, everything else they figured out. Yeah. Um, Costco hasn't figured it out with their partnership. Walmart has figured out. Maybe FedEx, maybe that's the right partnership. Staples hasn't figured it out. They have obviously their big promotional products right. organization, but they haven't figured it out through the actual retail stores. I guess my point in all this is someone will figure this out. Right. So I think well, here's how I would operate as a distributor. I wouldn't focus on it, but I'd be very, I'd watch and see how actually it works. But in the meantime, I'd focus on my business and right. figure out, okay, what they're really doing is they're reducing friction. Yeah. I'm already at FedEx. I can get some very basic promotional products. Yeah. That's what they're doing. So how do you look at your, either your, your current clientele or you look, to, you look at your target audience and say, how can I make it easier for them to A, know I exist, right. B, prefer me if they know I exist and know my competitors exist, and C, make that as easy as possible for them to get what they want at the best price available. Those are the ones who will win. Sure. Absolutely. So I, I but you know, I, the, the whole sky is falling thing, like you look in the mirror, focus on your do own better. business. <laughs> do, do better. You know, it's, it's funny because we had this conversation internally where somebody said, somebody, and it, we, this was literally this Monday. And uh, one of my sales team was like this one client, they call and they need a quote in 24 hours, but then they took a month to make a decision and da, 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 all this. It's called the client of, prerogative. Yeah, I, I get it. But it was one of those moments where I said, well, did you, like, they wanted a specific thing, but he didn't ask any questions. He just sent the quote. And That's I'm like- the problem right there. Right, exactly, 100%. I'm like, you know, this is why we get, we give value is we're able to guide them to, okay, we'll give you what you want, but I'm going to give you two or three other suggestions that might fit your budget better. It might actually serve mm -hmm. your, because that's what, that's the value piece that we get. I said, did you provide them virtuals? Did we provide them specs? Did we do this? Did we do that? Cause if we didn't, then we don't deserve the business. We just don't. I, I will succinctly, hopefully crystallize your thoughts and words because of what you said is absolutely perfect. Did you give them any other reason to interact with you other than giving them exactly what they wanted. Right. If, cause if you want to be Burger King, that's cool. Give it, give it to them their way. Yeah. If you want to do something special, if you want to create an actual bond between you and the client, ask some questions. Yeah. You're going to get rebuffed from time to time, but ask some sure. questions. Why, how, who, when, where does it make sense? What are your goals? What do you want the audience to feel? Ask those questions. FedEx isn't going to do that. Yeah. Okay. And again, that makes, that's, that's fine. You know what I mean? Like that's where we will win it's some this, of those. They'll win some of those. Yeah. But here's the thing. That's the same people who complain always about foreign imprint. Oh my gosh, they're advertising on TV. That's so unfair. I if I had a bunch do. of money, I'd advertise on TV too. If I thought it was going to move my target audience to action. Yeah. I, I absolutely would. love it when foreign print advertises on TV. It's <laughs> good are, for the industry. Yeah. They are elevating the industry. I, I, no I, just, I have zero issue with that. But again, I, I don't either, but yeah. there are a lot who do. And yeah, they have, yeah. there are people who have a lot. Oh my gosh. FedEx is just so unfair. I'm surprised they haven't done it before. Yeah. I mean, what took them so long? Yeah. 
Fair enough. All right. That is cool. my promo upfront topic of the day. I took one of your topics, so I apologize for that. Oh, so no. you have something else on your I list. I do. I have a couple. Okay. So okay. this is one that I thought was fun. And the headline okay. was work from home, pinching a nerve. Okay. So I'll give you the sort of the background on it. This was a topic from LinkedIn. It said, with workers stuck at home for more than a year, doctors are seeing a rise in in-home injuries mm-hmm. related to renovation projects, imperfect work okay. setups, and exercise. Okay. A November study of the injury epidemiology found that 26% of respondents reported a household injury between March and June of last year. Okay. So number one, you are obviously working from home. Do you, did, did you run into any of that sort of thing? And B, are you surprised? Um, so how many of my injuries can I blame on age and how many of them can I blame on working from home? I, I don't know. I can't <laughs> think of one. I mean, no, I don't. I think that's a weird, no, I don't buy that. I mean, yeah. I think there's I, I was a certain, with you on this, by the way. <laughs> I think there's a certain restlessness for those of us who were in an office and are now at home. Now I've worked at home before, so it wasn't like this horrific transition. Um, and I know for some people it has been, it's like, I've been going to an office for 30 straight years. I have no idea what to do here. Right. Fine. I get that. I think what it has to do with is just more restlessness of the pandemic. So I wouldn't blame it on working from home as much as when I am home and not working, I don't know what to do. So uh, no, I've not had any work from home injuries. So I think the second question was what to do about it. Nothing, not a problem. So I, I, I actually, when I read this, I I was like, I kind of figured you'd have that. I mean, maybe, and I actually do understand sort of the work setup piece, I guess, if you are not used to working from home and you're not, you're not set up for that. And the office has taken care of that. Okay. You might have some back related issues or something, but I actually think that the increase in injuries between March and June of last year coincided nicely with an increase in alcohol sales. I was about to say, <laughs> that is, yeah, that's a good, uh, the good people Jack Daniels would uh, concur with you. I absolutely, it's what it is. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was fun. No, it's you? a great topic. It's All a great right. topic. And what it reminds me of is how important promotional products are in our world today, especially with the pandemic. I'm kind of hoping, Kirby, yeah, right that, that there at your desk <laughs> that you remembered. So I'm going to keep talking as you no, got for a promotional product. Now, is there a promotional product that's, I don't know, tickling the Kirby fancy today? Quite literally. Yeah. So actually this one came up because I was working on a project uh, for some ideas for a client mm-hmm. and they were um, getting ready to, they've acquired a new company that, to come under there and they wanted to do a okay. party to welcome the new staff in. And this was an idea that I gave them. There's a piece from Maple Ridge Farms. Um, I'm not sure if you can see the logo, awesome. but I can see that. Jelly Bellies, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought th- this is a really, a fairly inexpensive two, 250 yeah. item that, you know, right away kind of welcomes people in. It's good for trade shows. It's good for events. We did it. Uh, this is with the Masterclass logo. So we did it as yep. a, hey, you're, you're doing a, an in-home conference or an in-home meeting little bit of a sugar boost. And so I think this is a really cool piece. Um, I've got them at, yeah. you know, at the, at the ready on the regular basis. So. I, I actually love those too, because little food items like that, little food merchandise like that immediately puts someone in a better mood. Yeah. Immediately without question, without yeah. question. All right. So speaking of moods, Kirby, are you familiar with this? Okay. Miller Lite has the one sleeved Vax Time Tees. Have you seen these? I have not. Okay. So it is um, a one sleeved t shirt. You can either get a sleeveless left <laughs> okay. or a sleeveless right. Okay. <laughs> the chest says 
get vaccinated. It's almost Miller time. <laughs> they're, for, they're selling it for $10. And I love this. this is my favorite part of this. All proceeds will support the United States Bartenders Guild. Nice. Miller will match up to $50,000 of that. And I love it because it's just one of those great ways that promotional products are not only trying to help convince people to get vaccinated who may be a little reluctant, but it keeps small businesses alive. How many, you know, the bar business, the restaurant business is a tough business in the best of times. Yeah. And then, you know, you tell people you can't go to your local watering hole and have a cold one that, that devastated a lot. I, I absolutely love this. I think it's absolutely brilliant. I don't know if there's a lot of discussion here because I have a feeling you'll agree, but what a cool thing to do. Yeah. So this, this reminds me, we've talked about this several times on this podcast that one of the things that came out of this last year is I felt like there was more and more because then we needed to reach customers. We needed to create uh, marketing. We needed, so more and more companies did very creative, cool branded merchandise pieces that not only told the story. Like, again, we're, we're smiling as you talk about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. raised money that did good in the world, did, did brand good, I think is, is yep. the, the term. And so that, I and, and the idea of the, the left sleeve, it actually reminds me of the Alpha Broder uh, April Fool's joke that they were selling sleeveless. Yeah. That was their new product for right. April Fool's Day. And so maybe, maybe it's partnered with them. I, th- I, th- I think that's really fun. You know what? Uh, I think, you know, you hit something that made me, I just realized something. I think one of the good things, and, and look, in the worst situation, there's always good things that come out of it. Of course, yeah. In the pandemic, when you look at the promotional products industry, I think companies, maybe for the first time, uh, and if it's for the second or third time it's being forced, they realize how much promotional merchandise can really create a bond and a connection yeah. between a brand and a company and, and an individual. Yeah. Um, unlike any other advertising vehicle. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's interesting. I was listening to the podcast with Bobby Lehu about this. I, I feel like not only brands are getting it more, but I think that the, the generation coming up with millennials and Gen yeah. Z's are much more like they want the merch drop, right? Like, and, and, and I think that that's just, it's cool to see that evolution for, mm-hmm. for someone like you and me, who've, who's been in the industry for a long time where it was, you know, almost insulted, you know, as an, we were in, insulted to kind of you know, put down on the back burner as a, as a not important marketing piece. It wasn't, you know, it's not been taught in marketing classes for years and years and years. So to see it, you know, bubble up as one of the most powerful, something that we've always known. uh, It's just cool to see the rest of the world catching up. Absolutely. You got another topic for us or do I need to pitch in here? I've got one more and this one might be a quick one. I, you know, we see brands coming into the industry um, mm-hmm. on a regular basis. And honestly, most of the time I'm like, yeah, 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 whatever. I don't know why this one caught my attention, but it did. Uh, mm-hmm. PCNA partners with Untuck It. Yep. Um, I actually thought that was kind of a cool one. Um, it, it, the Because I think, you know me, I'm not a giant brand fashion guy. Right. For whatever reason, Untuck It is something that I have had clients repeatedly yep. ask me for. And I know that there's been different brands in our industry who've tried to, to do it. But this was one that I thought, again, uh, this one's mm-hmm. one that I thought had some some wheels. I'd be curious to see what yeah. you thought. I, I have probably about 30 Untucket shirts. I'm okay. a fan of the brand, so I wear them all the time. And when I saw the announcement, I thought, wow, it's about time. About time, yeah. <laughs> then I looked at the selection, and there's six shirts. Yeah. And it's, it's you know, 
two, three, four basic bitch colors. And it's, <laughs> it's fine, but it's not really, it's not robust. I mean, there's a black, there's a white, there's a blue, there's no, sh- there's a gray, there's no shading, there's no style to it. The style is the cut. It's not the print. Um, so probably a, you know, really looking at it, it's probably a really good way for Untuck It to enter the industry. Um, the, the pricing is, is, is very premium. So yeah. people need to realize that it's, it's not too far off their actual retail brand. So think when you're trying to buy an Apple product for, for your client, it's the same type of thing, yeah. but I think it's about time. I, I saw, I took notice of it just like you do. I'd like to see more styles in there, more robust offerings, because honestly, it's a very qual- high quality brand. Um, so I, I love it. I was just disappointed with the selection. To be very yeah. I candid. wonder though, I wonder though, if that isn't an intentional, um, oh, I'm sure it's intentional. deal, the deal where you're like, okay, we're going to get in here, but we want to make sure we know what the hell we're doing before we do it. And so if that's the case, I can, I can get behind that. Let me push back. You're partnering with PCNA. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they know what fair. they're doing. You're not, you're not partnering with, you know, Schmedley's down the street. Sure. You're partnering with one of the top four or five promotional product suppliers that understand every segment of the business, not just hard goods, but apparel as well. So, but my, my pushback would be that even the best, even PCNA, and I think David yeah. Nicholson would agree. It's hard to predict in our industry, what's going to take off. And so dipping your toe in and going, okay, let's make sure we can stock this and do all that sort of thing. I, I, I understand what you're saying too, yeah. but I, I could see at least, okay, let's know what the hell we're doing and then, then ramp it up. All I'm asking for is like a pink, maybe a green. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not asking for much here. I'm taking 12 styles, not six. Come on. Okay. But okay. it is, but I will say it is cool. Your point though is well taken. Um, I just think you could have gone a little deeper than okay, your big yeah. toe in the water. Uh, let's do one more real quick. And then let's, let's hit the game, which you said you're excited about, which makes me always very nervous. You mentioned Alpha Broder just a few minutes ago. I, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention how Norm Hollinger very yeah. suddenly, very suddenly left uh, Alpha Broder and is now the COO at Bella Canvas. The current Alpha Broder president is Dan Pantano. He's going to take over uh, as CEO. What I thought was interesting about this was two things. One, I didn't see this coming and there must be something going on behind the scenes that nobody knows about because that became out of the blue and to name a successor immediately, (laughs) there were some things in the works. Number two, I feel bad for Dan over there because man, the story is not Dan Pantano being CEO of Alpha Broder. The story is Norm Hollander leaving and going over to Bella Canvas. Kirby, what say you? Yeah, that, you know, it's it, it was almost this was almost the topic of mine. Is is I feel like it, the, the, this has been a season of job changes, like mm-hmm. and, and again, even with clients, with with people yeah. in our you know whatever. This was one of those things where we've had a lot of announcements where it's like, oh wow. Now I think you, like, I'll give you credit. I feel like you have your finger on the pulse of many of these moves, maybe before I do, um, just because you know everybody and all that sort of thing. Um, but, but you know, so many of these catch me off guard. So this was one that definitely caught me off guard. And whenever you say it catches you off guard, I'm like, oh, wow, okay. Yeah, I was really <laughs> caught off guard by it. And, you know, I've served on like committees and things with Norm and things like that. But just really surprised me. He's he's definitely going to do great things at, uh, at Bella Canvas. I mean, he'll kill it over there as COO. So 
good for them. And I'm sure Dan uh, Pantano, I don't know Dan, I'm sure he'll do a great job at Alpha Broder. He's been there a while. So, That's cool. all right. Speaking of being there for a while, we've been here for a while on this podcast. Kirby, <laughs> it is now time for the party in the back section. This is the Mallet of All podcasts. Right. And so we had the business up front. Let's do some party in the back, Kirby. Your dime, your dance floor. I am ready. Okay. So what I love about this is we've actually talked quite a bit about fashion in this particular podcast, right? We talked on Tuck It, Alpha mm-hmm. Broder, all that sort of thing. So this is I, this is either going to be great or a shit show. So I, that's awesome. generally how it works. So you you and I would agree that you are more uh, in tune with fashion than I am. Is that fair? Clearly. Clearly. All right. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, I guess so. Sure. But but and you're also much more passionate about shoes than I am. You damn right I am. Yeah. So for those who don't know, you know, you tend to take an extra suitcase to Vegas. Is that fair? I take one suitcase for clothing. And one suitcase for shoes. That is okay. correct. So I'm, I'm not saying that to mock you. I'm saying that to set the table. Okay. I, you're not mocking me. You're honoring me because I'm smart. Okay. Sure. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we just have different priorities. It's good. Okay. But this is something that I wanted to uh, give you a game where you say, tell me what kind of shoes you would wear oh. to an event. And I'll okay. give you the event. Now, if you want to... Okay say this is why because i'm wearing okay. this other stuff okay. you can and i've got 10 10 things okay 10 different events that you can tell me what shoes you would wear to this event cool? let's do it okay let's cool. do it so first let's start basic baseball game uh baseball game i'm wearing puma uh suede's which are kind of skate shoes those are my go-to comfort shoes if i'm going to a ball game i love it okay cool an outdoor concert outdoor concert that tells me time of year is summer and i am going all in on the riva flip-flops flip-flops okay Okay. i love it i love it okay uh a networking event whether you know like uh pams or whatever networking okay um so in that case i'd be wearing jeans probably an untucked shirt with a sport coat over it which is generally my my uniform and those type of things um i have a pair of these really cool shoes they're called subos uh t-s-u-b-o um and they're gray and they would match they would coordinate with my belt and shirt subo and i believe the yeah, the the brand name is subo the actual shoe is oaxaca it's fascinating i have like tennis shoes and yeah i'm wearing tennis shoes so okay um a wedding not your own a wedding um i will probably i have a pair of of dress shoes that i wear with suits so i'd I'd probably be dressed up for that so some bostonian uh lace up dress shoes love it okay ppai conference speaking gig um yeah i want to be comfortable i'm going to be on my feet i tend to walk around when i talk i don't stand behind the podium i don't like that so i'm going to say some echo uh shoes i've got some very comfortable echo shoes that I, i really love Cool. You're doing great. Uh, walk in the trade show floor, PPAI. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the, getting back at, in normal events again. Yeah. So let's go walking the trade yeah. show floor. So that's going to go back to either the uh, Echoes, which the same thing I would wear speaking at an event, or, okay. or depending on the day and how tired my, my billy feet are, uh, could be back to the, uh, it could be back to the, the Pumas, the Puma yeah. Suede's. That's what I was kind of predicting. Okay. Drinks with a friend on Broadway in Nashville. Oh, Kirby. Well, that would be uh, definitely time for some boots now, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> be time for some, 
it'd be i have some really really comfortable justin boots okay. um and ostrich skin so i'd be wearing those i'm really glad because it's like this could be boring if you didn't have a shoe for every occasion i do um, football game in cleveland with the guys ah football game in cleveland that's a great one kirby so i've got these uh timberland hiking shoes that really keep my my tootsies nice and toasty nice uh, so timberland hiking shoes yeah now josh robbins Tim timberland is a producer Timberland yeah. would be the shoes. Okay. Josh Robbins would wear boots and lose in a foot race and blame the boots, but I digress. That's correct. That, but that's beside the point. It's really not the point. So a night out with your bride at the movies. You're doing great. Only two more. Yeah, I'm going to go and I, it's going to be casual. So I'm probably going to go back to some sort of suede Pumas. I have, so a little bit about me. So I have these suede Pumas. I'm actually wearing them now. I'm not going to put my foot up here. You can look up what a suede Puma shoe looks like. Um, I have uh, probably eight pair of them in different colors to match whatever I'm wearing. So that it would amazing. be suede Puma shoes. No, it's okay. not crazy. It's called That's, fashion. I, I said it was amazing. I said it was amazing. I did not say it was crazy. Final one. A relaxing walk on the beach, which of course is a trick question because you don't find the beach relaxing, but. Um, I don't mind the beach. I, I, I probably wear no shoes. I, mm -hmm. I struggle okay. with that. I still have very bad memories of going to the beach about five months after I had uh, a surgery to repair my ruptured Achilles and walking on the beach was exquisitely oh. painful because oh, the, there's no stability. Yeah. So, um, but I would, I would brave it because be, I've learned from you that I have to be brave. And so I'd be brave and I'd walk on the beach. Is that, is that the last one? It, it is, but I would say the one, my one controversial statement is the most overrated thing on the earth is running on the beach. Walking on yeah, the beach. It, I like running on the beach is terrible. It works good in movies, not in real life. But you know what does work in really good in real life, Kirby? What's that, Bill? That'd be our good pals over Promo Pulse and downloading that app. You know, you said earlier, I have my pulse on the industry. You want to know why? It's because I'm smart enough to open up the Promo Pulse app every time I wake up in the morning, which sometimes is three times because I hit the snooze button. So yeah. that's right there. Three times. I'm three times more pulsed on the promo <laughs> industry because of that. Uh, but in all seriousness, if you're not on the Promo Pulse app, you're really missing out. It is a great place to get your ideas, your inspiration, and uh, your supplier specials. It's custom feed for you. You can pick and choose who you follow, get your content. It is a great way to start your day. Jason Noakes, who does such a wonderful job making sure that is relevant and updated all the time. Really do yourself a favor, download that app right now. Head over to your local app store. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now, Kirby... I really enjoyed the game. I feel like going to try on some shoes. <laughs> I think I'm, I think I might do that. Yeah, that sounds good. You did a great job. I, I'm always fascinated by your your fashion sense and like I like I literally have a tennis shoes and like one other pair of dress yeah. shoes. So. At the very least, no matter what the game is, you know I will be opinionated. But yeah, it. and that's 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 the point of this. Have a good day. All right, buddy. See ya. That's right.